0: Okie dokie ladies and gentlemen welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster podcast with me your host Tyler Penner episode number 45 coming at you Prairie Dumpster of course the um, 597,420th best podcast in the goddamn universe And if you've been following along with the episodes, you'll notice that we took a news dive in the rankings, and um, I don't know what to tell you. The episodes are coming in late. The content is inconsistent, at best. Borderline unlistenable, but even then, when it is listenable, it's inconsistent. The people have spoken. They do not like this podcast. And by people, I mean my friends, uh, you know, and family. They don't like it. Nobody's listening to this. That's cool. That's cool. That's fine. I don't need anybody. I don't even need you. No, I need you. But anyone who's not seeing this, I don't need you. Fuck you. I don't need you. But I do, you know, isn't that the, you know, isn't that the annoying part? Isn't that the part that's annoying is that all these people that you want to get great for and you want to rub their face in shit and be like, see, see, I did it. You really want them to like you. But if they liked you, you wouldn't have the motivation to go to the store and buy a gun. I mean, you wouldn't have the the motivation to start a podcast and become successful and peaceful. So it's a catch-22. It is. Although, you know, I got to tell you, uh, something weird happened. I don't know what's going on. But if you go to the Prairie Dumpster SoundCloud page, and, and for those of you, if you're one of my 11... Followers on SoundCloud, 11. Um, You might have noticed this already. Um, Maybe you didn't. I don't know. But for some reason, we always hover around 20 plays. Around 20 people a week listen to this podcast, even for fucking two minutes. Now, I've looked at the data, and I've got anywhere between from, from two to five engaged listeners. Per week. And that's across all platforms. Two to five on SoundCloud, another two to five on Spotify, there's another two to five on Apple. So, and then there's another two to five on YouTube. So I have 20 people. Who are ready to lay down their lives for me. And that's pretty good. That's not bad for a podcast that is pretty much one year old. Ah, dude, we didn't even fucking do a birthday episode for this podcast. That's a fucking bummer. Let's see when the first podcast we recorded was. Hang on. Move, you fuck. Um, this was released on one year ago. Yeah, but when, man? I don't know. I don't know. But it was around a year ago. It was in January sometime, so we missed the birthday. Happy birthday, Prairie Dumpster. Happy birthday to me. We're doing it. Um, but anyways. Uh... Every episode, like I said, gets about, I don't know, 20 plays or so. And I usually get about one like. I usually get one like per episode, and it's always from a bot. All right? For instance, um, uh, Kenya Kala, who is a absolutely gorgeous young white woman, uh, liked the track Uh, PD, uh, Prairie Dumpster episode 38, the free ride of the death. Okay. And then, uh, Lexi, Lexi, who is an absolutely gorgeous young white woman, um, liked the track, uh, Prairie Dumpster 37, what kicks remain? Okay. Um, April, who is an absolutely gorgeous Asian woman, uh, liked the track coping with narcissism episode number 40. Uh, Jessica underscore 1997, who's an absolutely gorgeous white woman, uh, possibly Latina, uh, like the track um, New Year, New Me, episode 41. Evie, um, open Evie heart emoji, who's an absolutely gorgeous, I'm going to say Korean woman, maybe Japanese. Uh maybe Chinese, definitely not Thai or Bangladeshian or Laotian. Definitely not Burmese. Myanmarese? Myanmar? Whatever. She liked the episode With Help from Emerson, episode number 43. And then um, Cutie Petunia, 146, who is an absolutely gorgeous white woman, uh, liked the episode Fast Food Boycott, our latest episode. Wait a Hang on. Cutie Petunia. What the fuck? Cutie Petunia 146 and Kenya Kala have the same user profile picture. What the? It's almost like these young beautiful white women and Asian women um, who are liking my tracks yet not following me. It's Almost as if these aren't real people. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think they're real. They probably, maybe they're twins, right? It's two extremely beautiful white women uh, who happen to be twins and who happen to both love uh, Prairie Dumpster, the podcast, uh, Tyler Penner, the host, Tyler Penner, the comedian, and most importantly, Tyler Penner, uh, the um Human being. You know, and I don't know who I'm going to bang first, whether it's going to be Cutie Petunia 146 or Kenya Kala, but it's not a big deal. They're both going to get it. Now, but something weird has been happening on the SoundCloud as of late. And I mean, as of late, I mean, as of like last week. It's really bizarre. Uh, Like I said, we get about 20 plays, right? Tyler, fucking get to it. I'm going to. We get about 20 plays per episode. I go on SoundCloud last night just to see, just to, you know. Okay, well, truth be told, I listen to myself as I go to sleep. I listen to myself. I put on the podcast. It's the only way I can sleep. It's the only way I can masturbate. I go to bed. I put on this podcast and I listen to myself. And I'm just filled with a joy and a horniness I can't describe. That's how much I think I rule. That's how much I do rule. Okay. But I was listening to the podcast. I go on there. Uh, yesterday's episode. Last week's episode. Um, Fast food boycott had not, has 91 plays as of this morning. 91, which is far and above the norm. But not only that, plays are up across the board. Over in the last week, all of a sudden, Prairie Dumpster episode 43 got probably within a week, 40 new plays. We're up to 61 on that episode. We're up to 50. We're up to 44. We're up to 61 on episode number 40. Okay. They're up everywhere. We're getting into the high double digits now, you understand, which is incredible. So I go, and I'm like, that's bizarre. I wonder if someone is spreading the word. I wonder if someone's spreading the word about the podcast. I wonder if I'm actually growing a fan base. And the answer is no. The answer is no. This is not, something's up. Something's up because while I'm getting more plays, uh, there's zero likes, there's zero comments, zero reposts, zero downloads and zero new follows. So maybe someone is spreading the word, but you know what I mean? If they were, if everyone's like, dude, you got to check out this podcast. It's fucking great someone would have liked one of those episodes wouldn't they have even the person who suggested it even if he suggested it to a thousand people one person would have been like yeah i like this even that person would have been like i like this right my guitar's back there now it looks like i got a tumor growing out of my neck Fuckin', i just can't get it right i'm gonna move that and even if someone posted, it, like, dude, this podcast fucking blows, dude. Listen to this shit. Someone would have commented on one of those episodes. Be like, dude, you fucking suck. Give up. Put a fucking snub nose 38 in your ear hole and squeeze the trigger. Someone would have commented that. You know what I mean? Because when I post clips on TikTok that people don't like, people always comment on it. Your mouth is making too much noise. You're not funny. I posted a couple of videos on my personal TikTok. Tyler Penner comedy. People said... One guy said, go fucking kill yourself, you fucking retard. That's what he told me. Comment was deleted. I didn't delete it. I guess he felt bad. He deleted it. Someone else wrote, you're not funny. Which is the worst comment that anyone can hear. Um, you know, so... If people hated this episode enough to listen to it, this podcast, they would have left comments about that. If people liked this podcast enough to listen, they would have liked the episodes. There's no likes, there's no comments, there's just more plays. So I went even further into the insights. And all these new plays, 292 new plays in the past week, are all coming from Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, isn't that a little strange? Isn't that a little weird? All of a sudden, I'm blowing up 292 plays in Ireland. Isn't that strange? And I've got two theories on the matter. I've got two theories. And both of them are equally plausible. The first theory is this. I think a couple of episodes ago, maybe even on the Patreon, I made mention of my paramilitary organization that I'm building on Patreon, um, selling drugs and exchanging drugs and weapons to the IRA, the Irish Republican Army, and maybe procuring drugs that we could give to the IRA for distribution there, and in return, uh, they would send us some of their uh, Russian-backed arsenal. And this is just a joke. And I've made a joke about the Irish. I joke about the Irish a lot. Alcoholics with the potatoes and all that. Uh, But specifically, I made mention to the Irish Republican Army and the Troubles. I'm a big Ireland fan. I like Ireland. I like their struggle for independence. I like their... uh, proclivity to just riot for the fucking few pure fun of it that's one of the few countries that they're not even trying to come up with an excuse to riot they just they'll just start chucking rocks at cop cars and start burning shit down and then when you ask them what you know why are you so why are you protesting and they'll just be like hey it's a fucking good time ain't it And then they'll just start throwing Molotov cocktails. They're just bored out there in Dublin and Londonderry. And they just start rioting. And if you've ever watched this podcast, for longer than five minutes, you'll know that I am a big supporter of riots and destruction of property. Um, But my theory is that that little talk about the IRA. Someone caught wind of that. Someone caught wind of that in Dublin. Either the IRA themselves. If they're still there. I think they still have. There's there's, there's still got to be some IRA guys out there. They're probably hanging low. Laying low. But they're planning. They're planning shit. Um, and maybe they caught wind of it. And maybe they think, man, dude, this Tyler Penner from Winnipeg could be an ally. We got a guy in Canada now. And then they're going to come out here and they will be woefully disappointed. Like not only is this guy was not only was this guy joking the entire time, uh, the joke wasn't funny. And not only was the joke not funny, even if this guy was serious, he's in no physical condition to do any sort of revolution. So, sorry, Dublin, IRA guys in Dublin, but you're going to be disappointed. I'm not your guy. I'm not your dude. Plus, realistically, I mean, let's face it, you don't even need me. You don't even need weapons. You can just 3D print your own, right? Which is probably what you're doing. They have entire weapons manufacturers there of nothing but plastic guns. It's crazy. It's the future. Future of revolution. Print your own guns. Um, They're already printing their own drugs, I think. I'm pretty sure they're printing their own drugs. So they'll be fine. They don't need the Prairie Dumpster podcast. Um, But anyways, yeah, the IRA uh, may very well be listening to this podcast now. uh, But we've gotten, in the last seven days, 292 plays um, in Ireland. The other option is that SoundCloud is boosting my view count and my play count through a VPN that's being routed through a server in Dublin. And why would they do this? Well, because my renewal period is coming up and they want to squeeze another hundred bucks out of me, 150 bucks for SoundCloud Pro, which I'm going to do anyways. But how they're going to do this is they're going to be like, hey, Tyler, keep it going. Your podcast is doing really good. Oh, man, you're blowing up in Ireland. Wow. Look at all these new plays. Isn't that credible? It's crazy. Wow, Tyler, that'd be a shame if you just canceled now. You're just getting started, dude. This podcast is about to take off. Come on, man. Keep it going. You can
1: do it. You can do
0: it. And then I'm like, yeah, renew. And then they're like, all right, cut the fucking Cut it off. And then I'm back to my 20 plays. 100% of them uh, within Winnipeg, Manitoba. I'm going to fall off in Ireland. I can guarantee you as soon as that membership renewal service comes up. So it's just SoundCloud fucking with me. They're fudging the numbers so that I get this burst of like,
1: Hey, we're doing it.
0: And then I'm going to come right back down to reality. The second the credit card payment goes through. And the other astronomically improbable uh, scenario is that genuinely there are some people in Ireland who like my shit. Genuinely there's a crew of half fucking semi-cool guys. And girls, but I've, I mean, I've looked at the gender statistics too. It is a guy, this is a real sausage fest Prairie dumpsters got going here. Whew, a lot of cock in this pool. Um, yeah, there's a chance that they just might like my stuff. Imagine if I blew up in Ireland, like that, just that country. Not the UK, not Scotland, not Wales, just, just Northern Ireland. That, that was my country. That's where I blew up. And that'd be fucking sick, actually. Not even in Canada. People don't even know me in Canada, but in Ireland, I'm huge. I would take that any day of the week. I could tell people for the rest of my life, you know, I'm fucking huge in Ireland. People love me in Ireland. They're so fucking hammered and full of potatoes. They love my take on hash browns. (laughs) Maybe that's what it was. I keep talking about fucking hash browns and corned beef hash and potatoes. I literally gave a shout-out to Potatoes multiple episodes in a row because Potatoes are fantastic. Potatoes are my favorite. And now my plays in Ireland are skyrocketing? What's that about? You know what I mean? Who knows? Maybe there's a bunch of fucking Potato Farmers out there. Like, man, this guy's pretty good. I like it when he talks about the Potatoes. Oh, man. Every time he talks about the Potatoes, I just want to have a drink and have a Potatoes. I love this Potato podcast. Hey, did you play that? uh, Have you ever heard of the Potato Dumpster? That podcast? Yeah, some Canadian. He just talks about potatoes. It's fucking great. I should do that. We should pivot to just talking about potatoes. I'm like, all right, welcome to episode 914 of the Potato Dumpster. All right, today in potatoes, uh, butter or oil? Oh, What do you fry them in? Me, personally, I'm a butter guy. You know, I like to get a bit of dairy in there. Um, but really, at the end of the day, it's still a potato. You really can't go wrong. Then everyone in Ireland is like, holy fuck, now this is the content I've been waiting for. This is the fucking content I've been dreaming of. Why the fuck aren't more people doing content like this? This is incredible. Potato oil or butter, that is a fucking great question. It's fucking great. I've done it both ways, but he's right. This man's a, this is a wise man. This is a great man because it's true at the end of the day it's a fucking potato you can't fuck it up it's a win-win situation oil butter it don't matter the important part's the potato jesus fucking christ so oh that was a little scottish at the end but who knows maybe we'll pivot to that so kudos to ireland for doing it i'm gonna move this fucking tumor guitar for a second give me a second give you a chance to stare at my hot ass. There we go, okay, we're back. we're back, but yeah, that'd be cool if I blew up in Ireland any country really, I just want one country that that follows me religiously. I mean, we've talked on the podcast a bunch of times about how Uzbekistan follows me religiously. That's not what I mean they if you if you're not aware uh I've got a big following in Uzbekistan. they've been waging a extremely violent revolution there, in my name, because they followed the Patreon, they signed up for it for a bit, and then they quit once they got what they needed, but they don't believe that this is a comedy podcast, they think that I'm really going to start a paramilitary organization, they took that concept and ran with it, and now they are committing absolutely horrendous atrocities, in my name, with a flag, with my face on it. So that's going down in Uzbekistan. I don't approve, but they don't seem to mind. I don't even think they speak English. Um, most of these people. I don't know. But anyways, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'd like to be popular in a country. I'd like to be popular. Don't you just like being popular? You walk into the place.
1: Hey, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, ho. Look at this guy. Ha, <laughs> ha, Hey, what the fuck?
0: it's a good time and at the same time it sucks sometimes it sucks sometimes you walk in there you're not in the mood and everyone's like hey hey and you're like yeah hi hey yeah oh hey yeah, cool oh neat just want to be left alone that's why celebrities have it rough celebrities have it bad man they got it real bad and I know that they're celebrities, they hire publicists, they're kind of, um, you know, that's their job or whatever. But um, you see a lot of these paparazzi videos, which I watch. I watch when the celebrities, you know, kick the shit out of the paparazzi or get mad at them. Though so I watch those YouTube compilations. It's incredible. And they raise pretty good points. They're like, I'm a human being, man. Leave me alone. Kanye West was always good for that. You're a
1: fucking mosquito, man. You're a fucking mosquito. Leave me the fuck alone. It's four in the morning.
0: Like they're almost on the verge of tears, and these guys,
1: like, hey, hey, Kanye, wow, you're looking great, bud. Oh my God, Chloe, 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 Chloe. Yeah, oh, you look great. You look great. What do you think about Kendall Jenner's new baby?
0: Shit like this, and they're just like, you know, coming home from a shitty trip. They might have had a terrible time, and they just want to keep their head down and get to their car and go pick up some Taco Bell and then drive home. They can't do that. That would be hell. That would be a nightmare. (laughs) a nightmare to not be able like let's say you want to go to subway right you want to go to subway and you want to take a shit because subway is one of the few bathrooms in the world with a you know individual locking door starbucks as well but for the most part you're either pissing or shitting next to people not in subway subway they give you your own space you're in control of the lock right you go in there you lock the door you turn on the bathroom the extremely loud fan Nobody can hear anything that's going on. It's awesome. You know what I mean? The fan's like... Bruh! So you can literally... You can just shit your guts out at full blast, full pressure. You don't have to take any off of it. You're just like...
1: God! You mother fuck!
0: You know? And, um, and it's fine. No one can hear anything. So you go in there, you blow up the toilet, and you're like...
1: Bruh! wow oh someone called guinness because that just broke some kind of record god
0: damn and then you walk outside and then there's 40 photographers right there
1: oh my god you just took a shit tyler tyler you just took a shit oh crazy wow that smells tyler what do you think about kendall's new baby
0: i'm like i don't can't no, I just want I, I have to take a shit. I'm going to go buy some cookies because I told the guy I'd buy something if I could be in the bathroom for a long time. That would suck, man. There's something good about anonymity. Anonymity is underrated, man. Everyone wants to be popular. I want to be popular. I'm a comedian. I'm, trying to, I'm desperately trying to get famous. Famous enough or well-known enough that I've got a crew of fans that can support me financially where I can do this for a fucking living. That's what I want. Those are my goals. And I don't care if I make a fucking mailman's wages. If I can do that doing comedy, I mean, the other option is just being a mailman. So why wouldn't I take the comedy route? You know what I mean? I love this shit. So that's my goal. But in order to achieve that goal, I have to be at least a little well-known. People have to recognize me a little bit. My fans do. (sighs) And you have to get the word out there. And secretly, I want to be popular on TikTok. Everyone wants to blow up on TikTok. Everyone wants to blow up on Instagram. It's a rush to have a clip go viral. I've had it. It's Man, once you get that juice, you're chasing it. That shit is like heroin. When you see those views top 100K, right, and then they top a mil, and then you're racking up a couple mil, I'm telling you, man, it's a drug. You get hooked on it. It's a good time. But at the same time, I mean, once people start, once you're a really recognizable face, you, uh, I don't know, Problems ensue. Because yeah, you can't, these people, these, so, some of these celebrities, they can't just like do basic everyday shit. They can't go to um, Taco Bell and blow it up. Let's say they just had a gig. Right? My classic thing back in the day was I would go to Rumors Comedy Club, right? And I would do a set. And if the set went well, fuck, we'll have some drinks to celebrate. If the, drink, if the, if the, if the gig went bad, if the set did not go well, uh, I would always handle it like a gentleman. I would storm the fuck out of there, not pay my bill. And then I would absolutely break every traffic law on my way to McDonald's where I would get two fishes and two McDoubles and I would fucking rage eat in the parking lot, cursing at the world with a mouthful of McDouble. And I'd be like, these oh, motherfuckers. They don't even fucking know what's funny. They don't know. They don't know what's fucking coming, man. I'm going to pull every motherfucker in that fucking crowd. It's going to get what's coming to them, man. And I'm going to be all of the fucking last laugh, fuckers. It's so fucking funny, dude. You think I'm not fucking funny? See so you fucking do shit. Fuck you! You know? And that's what I would do. And I would do that for about 45 minutes until I was full. And then I would have a cigarette and I would go home. That is how I did things. And I was allowed to do that because I was an, you know, anonymous. No one was filming me. No one was following me. But imagine Bill Burr has a bad set, which he never will again. Because I think Louis C.K. said it, like at some point every show is good. You know, the, you reach a certain level of popularity where you—you you, no one's bombing anymore. You don't bomb. You just do the material, and no matter really what you say, there's going to be at least half the crowd's going to be on board just because they love you so much. But for anyone else who had a bad gig, but that's to be popular, let's say he—you know—he can't just go to Taco Bell and rage eat three fucking gorditas. He can't do that. Because then we'd see him on fucking TMZ like this.
1: Are you fucking, are
0: fucking. And then that would be the pick. And then you'd hear, oh, oh. Bill Burr returning to fat ass status. Rage eats. seen power eating Taco Bell while screaming out um, epithets in the mirror. You know what I mean? So he can't even do that. It sucks. Everyone should have the right to do that. Someone was saying uh, a story one time, I think maybe on a different podcast or something. Someone was saying that they went to Jim Carrey's house and uh, Jim Carrey was just had been there for like three weeks, hadn't left the house or whatever. And um, this person had asked him like, so what's up, man? You want to go like shoot some pool or something? He's like, I can't. I can't. I can't go out there. They're going to swarm me. It, they're not going to leave us alone. It's going to suck. I can call someone right now and have uh, you know, a crew of people deliver a pool table and a bar to me right now. Tonight, I can do that, but I can't actually just go to a pool hall and shoot some pool in a bar. That would suck. That is a hell, man. That's what you don't want. That's when you got too popular. You want that sweet spot. There is a sweet spot there. I think that it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I think that crew found a good sweet spot. Financially, extremely well off. They actually fucking crushed life, those guys. Those the, the It's always Sonny's crew crushed life. They have enough anonymity that if they go to New York or L.A. and they're just walking the streets there, they can probably do everyday shit and not get mobbed. They're not going to get mobbed. They'll get recognized by fans like, oh, hey, Mac, I love your shit. Oh, Glenn, man, you're so funny. Glenn Howerton, the, one of the greatest fucking comic actors of our generation. Still, so underrated. Glenn Howerton does not get... That should be a household fucking name in any comedy circle. And maybe he is, but goddammit, I still don't think that that guy gets enough credit he is so goddamn funny that guy is one of the best psychos in tv history and one of the best straight men in tv history he can he does both he is one of the greatest straight men of all time he is so good he's up there he's like he you know so good Charlie day two, but anyways, they can go to a Walmart or something. they won't get mobbed. they'll get recognized and be like, "Oh, hey, shit, Charlie, oh shit, it's you know, Glenn, oh shit, it's um, you know, Mac, Mac Dennis, Charlie, and uh d d, who is awesome, who actually came to rumor's comedy Club one time. I wasn't there, fuck's sakes, but she came in there, apparently, she was just super nice, chatting with the comics, shooting the shit, super friendly, super affable. They can get recognized, so they've got the money, they've got the respect from the comedy community uh, for making one of the best television shows of all time, and they can still go out in public and not be absolutely, they're not a spectacle. They're a person of note, but they're not just absolutely fucking just getting mobbed. They can walk down a street at night and not be blinded. Which is another fucked up thing about the paparazzi. Why are they still using like those flash? Cam- I don't understand it. Don't they have low light cameras? I think they- I don't. Know. Whatever. But they found a sweet spot. I think that's the sweet spot that you want to find. Michael Jackson, not the sweet spot. Like Jim Carrey and those people. Leo DiCaprio, not the sweet spot. Toiling in absolute fucking complete pathetic obscurity. Like this guy, not uh, again. Not quite the sweet spot you want. Financially destitute? That's not really what you want. All right? Considered a failure by peers outside and inside the comedy community? That's not really what you want. You know? Rage eating two Filet-O-Fishes and McDoubles in a parking lot because you did the exact same material that you did... Three years ago, these people have already seen it. And you refuse to write new jokes. And even when you do write new jokes, you don't work on them on stage because you don't have the balls to eat shit from time to time on stage. Not the sweet spot. But there is a sweet spot. So you just got to find it. Sweet spot of fame. Recognition. Recognition and admiration It's f- admiration, admiration, admonition. What is it? Let's do a little word hunt today. We're always learning on the podcast. Admonish. No, it's not what Ed. I don't think admiration is a word. I know it's not. I, and I know it's admiration. I'm not, an 80, I'm not that big, but admiration sounds like a word, eh? Admiration, respect, and warm approval. Well, I knew that Google.
1: Admiration.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, that was a hoity-toity tone from Google right there. I don't. Li- I don't like her voice.
1: Admiration. Admiration.
0: Like she's correcting you. Admiration. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. Oh boy. The weather's beautiful out. Usually on this podcast, when I run out of things to say, other podcasts, they just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And one might argue that, well, yeah, that's what a podcast is supposed to be. It's supposed to be people talking, all right? I don't know why you think that's a bad thing. I don't know why you think that that's some sort of rule that you need to transcend. You you think you can break the rule? That's like saying, like, all music
1: is is sounds. But what about music that doesn't have sounds?
0: You're not a genius for coming up with that fucking idea, okay? I know you think it's like hip and cool that you have dead air every once in a while, like some minimalist bullshit. That's not correct. All right, some some rules can be bent, some rules can be broken, some rules are made to be broken, but some rules just make sense. A podcast should have talking, as much talking as possible. And I'll be like, "All right, fucking take it easy." I was just trying. Am I not allowed to try shit out? Can I not just try shit out? I know everything you think I do is fucking cringe and it sucks and like and you like like breaking stuff down. Every fucking thing I do, every goddamn thing I bring to this table, you're like, why do you do that? What do you think that's gonna do? You think you're fucking and then you just break me down? You just pull me apart because you have it figured out and you're seeing right through my subterfuge. Subterfuge, that's a good word. Subterfuge. Subterfuge. Deceit used in order to achieve one's goal. Fuck yeah, I used it right.
1: Subterfuge.
0: Oh, hot voice too. You're the one who really broke through it and you can just rip my life apart. I don't need you to rip my life apart, okay? Sometimes I'm just trying stuff. And I'm not claiming to be original. You're putting that on me. You think that's new? Maybe. It's new for me. Maybe it's not new for you. Maybe you've done it. Wow, you've seen that before. You consider that a hack. Good for you. You need to accept the fact that I'm not here to please you. All right? I'm not here to fucking like, make sure that, oh, do you like it? you don't like the podcast, get the fuck out of here. No one's holding a fucking gun to your head and forcing you to listen to this shit. But stop cutting my life apart because you're not fucking exactly crushing it either. All right? I don't know what led to that argument. I don't know why we started fighting. But that was like most of the arguments I witnessed growing up we'd be having a good time. And then all of a sudden my parents are screaming at each other and I'd be like, Whoa, whoa, we were just talking about fear factor. My dad was like,
1: no, you, you don't, you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm saying that like the guy ate four of the ball, the bull's balls. And then he threw up. So why are you talking about millipedes? Now that has nothing to do with my story.
0: And my mom would be like,
1: I know it doesn't. I was telling my own story.
0: And I'd be like, all right. (sighs) Uh, But anyways, normally we would just have dead air. Not today. Not not from now on. From now on, anytime I run out of things to say, we're just going to start making shit up. Because I have a feeling that most of these podcast stories that you hear are completely made up. There's a lot of podcasts, a a lot of bros, a lot of dudes, real sausages are starting to have podcasts now, Um, or their podcasts are popping off. And um, I mean, the content is no better than this. This is actually far superior content. I'm gonna say that right now. This content blows. They're out of the uh, down, out of the water. The algorithm keeps suggesting me this one guy. He's like jacked, who's talking to Nate Diaz. And he's like, you think you could beat me in a fight? I doubt it. I mean, maybe on the ground, but man, holy! Just wait till I get to you. If I grab a hold of you, you're going up, and then you're going down. He's like some big roided up, I don't know if he's a roided, he's a jack dude, but he's like, I don't know, all they talk about about is fucking, fucking and fighting, which is, I like both of those things, talking about it. Um, but anyways, the podcast is, uh, most of the stories they sound made up, so that's what we're going to do. There's no reason I can't make shit up. Sometimes I won't have to make shit up. Sometimes stuff actually does happen to me. Like the other day. I was going to Safeway, right? So I'm walking to Safeway and uh there's this like little church. I always cut through the alley, right? Uh, sometimes I'll be walking from my apartment to the Safeway, that's about three, four blocks away. And I'll be walking there and I'll be walking behind a person and they'll go the long way and I'll take the shortcut through the church parking lot, down the back alley, down that side street, and then right over that other street to the Safeway. And then I'll see that other fucking person and they took the long way and they're 10 steps behind, even though they're walking way quicker than me. All right. Kids, that's your lesson for the day, all right? Efficiency always beats speed, all right? Efficiency always beats speed. Don't be afraid to be slow as long as you got a good game plan. Boom, 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 boom. You made it. It's a lot smoother that way. Don't worry about being so quick all the goddamn time. Efficiency. Um... But I was going to Safeway the other day, and uh, this old lady, um, well, I went to Safeway, but anyways, as I was coming back, uh, this old lady was kind of walking, and she was like, she had like two bags filled with stuff, and she was carrying them really low, And, uh, and I just lit up a smoke. And I was just walking and I was going to pass her or whatever. But she seemed to be struggling. I could kind of tell from behind her that she was struggling. Like she was like, I don't know. She was like, she wasn't making grunting noises. But you could hear it. her breath was like. <sighs> and I was like, and I could hear it. I was like five feet behind her about to pass her. So I passed her on this side or whatever. And I'm like, hey, are you good? And she just looked at me like this. She just went. And I went, are you, are you okay? And she was like. And I said, with your bags, are you okay? Are you good? I guess she just didn't speak English or whatever. So finally she goes. And she puts the bag down. And she reaches into her head behind her hair. I couldn't see it. She had headphones in. She was listening to headphones. And like nice. Like fucking top of the line skull candies. And I don't know what she was listening to, but I swear when she took it out, like, I heard, like, 21, 21. Like, I have, I am pretty sure that this old lady was listening to 21 Savage. It sounded like it. I can't be 100%, but I thought I heard the hi-hat. And then I swear I heard 21, 21. That's just what I thought I heard. I don't know. I can't be for sure. But anyways, she took the headphones out, and she says,
1: yes, what? Can I help you
0: And I just went, oh no sorry I, I'm sorry I just want uh, you know wanted to know if you needed help with your with your bags and she was like
1: help what
0: And I was like, well just help carrying your bags it looked heavy. you looked like you were struggling. And then she put the other bag down and she was
1: like, the only reason I'm struggling now is because I'm talking to you. I was in the zone. I'm about to go home. Like she was pissed at me
0: and I was like, all right, I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry. I thought I needed help. And then I started walking away and she was like,
1: well, no, now I need your help. Now I need your help. I had to put the bag down. I had everything ready. Now the items have shifted over and I have to put my headphones back in. So yeah, now I need your help
0: and I was like alright alright sorry about that I'm, I'm sorry I just thought maybe I could help you carry that and she's like I don't
1: need you to help me carry it I need you, you want to help me in the future you leave me the fuck alone
0: and I was like caught up I was like holy fuck I have never been reprimanded like this by a stranger before it was incredible and then she was like
1: oh great Yeah, the onions, they fell down in the bag. Pull those to the top so I have even weight distribution.
0: And I was like, okay. She put that there and she's like,
1: great. Now I need to put my headphones back in.
0: So she had her headphone in her bag. I just took it and went to her ear and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm putting uh, your headphones back in. She was like, don't touch me. And I went, you know what, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) And I just punched her. I punched her in the stomach. Because I had had it. I fucking had it. Trying to be a nice fucking guy here. I'm trying to be a nice guy. I was trying to do a good thing. I spent a fucking lifetime getting reprimanded by people who thought that they were better than me, by superiors, by old figures, by everyone. Every fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry thought that they could step up to me and give me shit. They thought I was an easy mark. They thought that they could come up to me and tell me what was up. Everybody... Every older figure in my life has taken a parental role with me to set me straight. And only now am I starting to realize that 90% of those times, I was straight. I didn't need any setting. Especially not from those assholes. And now I'm just trying to do a good deed. Because I was raised right. And now this old bitch... Thinks that she can reprimand me and tell me what's up? Not anymore. Not anymore. You see, because I'm starting to trust myself, my instincts, who I am. When someone yells at me now and tells me that I fucked up and that I'm a fuck up and that I'm doing shit wrong, I don't just automatically assume that they're correct. I don't automatically just bow my head and then consider later what I could have done differently. These days, I'm starting to realize that, uh, you know what? I bat a pretty high average. So I don't need anybody to tell me what I'm doing wrong. If I'm doing something wrong, I already know that it's wrong. I'm 10 steps ahead of any fucking dickhead trying to set me straight. So when this old lady thought that it was her place to greet my goodwill gesture with admonition. Admonition. Fuck. I have to. Sorry, admonition.
1: Admonition.
0: With admonition, that's not fucking happening now. I've already gotten my lectures, I've already gotten my life lessons. You understand that? And I know she doesn't know who I am and that I am reaching for her ear and that, yeah, I was touching her hair. And yeah, I was getting pretty close. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to be talked to like that. And if I am talked to like that, it's going to be met with physical reprisal. So yeah, I punched her in the stomach. Not even in the stomach. Right in the sternum. Like I could feel her sternum scrape the top of my knuckles. While the bottom half of my hand went really far into her abdominal cavity to the point where she made that weird sound. It was like, And, um, and she crumpled. She crumpled. She crumpled. And that's just how it goes here in Winnipeg, in Osborne Village. I did what I had to do, and I walked away. Because I'm starting to believe in myself. You understand that? I'm starting to trust myself. I'm starting to have faith in myself and to trust my instincts. And me punching this fucking old crusty lady in the solar plexus, that was just a a sign of that. It's a really positive development. It means I'm growing as a person. And it means that I'm, you know... Taking agency and taking pride in in, in who I am as a person and who I want to be. And if you think I'm going to lick the boot of some old crusty twat who thinks it's her place to admonish me just because I happen to grab her neck and try to jam a headphone into her ear. Not anymore. Not anymore. There's a new Tyler in town. You understand that? That old lady knows it now. All right? And the cops know it now. All right? And a bunch of people in the Osborne village, they know it now because they see my photo on the telephone poles, on the paper, telling me to be careful, I'm telling them to be careful. And that's fine. All right? People in the city don't think that I'm a safe guy, they think that I'm a Problem. Think whatever you want. I don't care. I know who I am. You understand? And no criminal record is going to tell me that I'm a bad guy. So fuck you, old lady. Speaking of Safeway, I should go back there. They have not had corned beef hash in a very long time. And it's starting to piss me off. I'm going to talk to the manager about it. Puritan corned beef hash in a can they have not had it they've got puritan irish stew again with the fucking irish which is good it's good it's just carrots beef and potatoes oh look man this podcast see i told you it's good you know he talks about weird stuff for a little while right and then he'll tell some story about punching a granny in the stomach, which is great. But then it always comes back to the taters. It always comes back to the potatoes. Fuck me! This is a good podcast, eh? Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go back there. Maybe get some corned beef hash. We'll figure it out. All right. We are well into. Well, this is the second day of February. We're, we're gonna done this time, man. I'm gonna be shredded. I'm going to be jacked by this time next year. We should have done some after photos. I should have taken my shirt off for you people and stripped down. Should have done that on the podcast and just got naked. It's like, you see this dick? This dick is going to have a six pack in eight months. Anyways, that is the podcast for today. Went off the rails at the end there, but hey, you know what? I don't give a fuck about you. I'll punch you in the stomach and your grandma too. I don't care. Tired of getting pushed around, man. People yelling at me and telling me what to do. Who the fuck are you? Who are you? Some people walk around like it's their God-given right to just be like,
1: you know what you should do? You know what you need to do?
0: Yeah, I know exactly what I need to do. I need to start listening to your fucking ass. I'll be fine. All right? Life let School is out. All right? School is out. You want to teach me anything, then fucking do the thing. You're not telling me a goddamn thing. Fucking blow me. Anyways, that's the podcast. Shout out to... Oh, what do you think I'm going to shout out now? Oh, I think it's going to be something Irish. I really do. I really do. Hey, it's the Irish stew. No, I'm just joking. Um, Actually, shout out to John Coglin. Let's do the friend first and we'll do the food. Shout out to John Coughlin. Top tier running that guy. Good dude. He Reminded me because he made himself this Irish stew. We're at a punk show. We're in the bathroom line. The bathroom line is crazy long because groups of people going to the bathroom five at a time to do cocaine. Me and John are sitting in the bathroom line and he's showing me pictures of a stew that he made. And it looks delicious. It was a great time. Good running. So shout out to John Coughlin. Um, Yeah, he made like I think an authentic Irish stew or something by some Ina Decker or something like that? What's that? Ina Decker? I typed in Ina, and the first thing that comes up is Ines de Ramon, Paul Wesley's ex-wife. Oh, Brad Pitt's girlfriend. We. You see? You see that? Can't even Google Irish stew without Brad Pitt coming up. That's a shitty life. You don't want that. But shout out to John Coughlin. He made a hell of a stew. And um, yeah. Good fan of the podcast, good run-in, good Instagram liker, that guy. Very important function. I like that guy. He's liking your stuff. He acknowledges you. Each like, you know, that's why people are so desperate for likes people think it's like a flaw to like want likes but it seems natural it's like a little pat on the back hey i liked what you did there hey that was good oh yeah i like that too good job buddy and you're just like all right i'm not a fucking idiot i'm not a fucking complete moron I, i i thought this was funny and they did too and he did too i thought this was cool and so did he oh man i took this picture i thought it was nice and so did he you know i'm not an idiot there's other people who think like me John's one of those guys. He lets you know. You're not a fucking idiot. Some of what you post is cool. I like those guys. Crew, there's a couple of key guys that are like that on my Instagram. Matthew Nordic, who runs security at Rumors Comedy Club. Another great Instagram liker. Sometimes Clutch, because sometimes you'll post something that's a little on the edge, and you're like, oh, this is getting critically panned, even though no one cares about shit. Everyone's just scrolling right past it. But Matthew will, he'll throw a like on your shit just to let you know that, hey, don't kill yourself, okay? It's not bad. So that's good. Food items. It's getting boring because I'm not eating a lot of different shit. It's pretty much the same. But shout out to chicken breasts. Just chicken breasts. Classic chicken breasts. Protein. Through the fucking roof. Throw a little salt, throw a little pepper, throw a little whatever seasoning you want. Dip in some ranch, creamy cucumber, whatever you got on hand. It's delicious. Really a power food. The only thing, I give it four stars. The only star that's missing is, um, I'm taking a star off because most of these chickens live horrific lives. They must, eh? I felt bad just saying that. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're living good lives. Maybe there's some farmer out there who's just really, you know, the chickens are all around him. And he's like, and
1: they're like, and
0: he's just like, and they shit on his fucking leg. And he's like, that's okay. And they go and they live happily, happy lives. They're eating like kings. They're just fucking each other. Dude, chickens fuck. How do chickens reproduce? How do chickens... How do chickens mate? He will grasp her neck or head feathers with his beak, often pulling the feathers out entirely. Wow, that's problematic. This causes her to crouch into a submissive pose that enables the rooster to successfully transfer sperm. Roosters don't have a penis, but they transfer sperm in a similar way by touching the cloak of the chicken. Okay, well, it doesn't matter how their life is then. Actually, the 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 rooster is the problem. The chickens, yeah, they need to be treated even better than as they're. That's too rough, um, but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so I hope these chickens are, uh, you know, I hope they find a gentle rooster. I hope they get fed like the queens that they are. They have nice, peaceful lives in big, large coops. And then one day the farmer just comes up behind him and just goes, Pff! the chicken doesn't even know what happened. The chicken woke up in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, and just living life. And it's like looking at the sun and the sun's just peeking, just cresting over the farmland. And there's a little bit of that wheat haze in the air. And the chicken's like, are... and that bagak was saying, wow, life is a sweet fruit. I'm glad I was able to be on this earth for even just a little time. Because even though life is fragile and I could die at any time, I was still able to enjoy this view. And that makes almost all the hardships worth it if I was dancing around swimming in the cosmos and the great light entity came up to me and was like, here's the deal. Here's the game. You're going to have about 80 years of really hard struggle. And I know out here 80 years seems like nothing. It's, it's a blink of the eye. But down there it's going to be a very long time. And you're going to endure a ton of pain and a ton of suffering. But at the end of it, you're going, to get, you're going to get a view. You're going to have a moment that's going to click. You want to do that? You want to go through it for that one view, for that one morning? You're going to say yes up there. You're going to be like, yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Let's go through it because you're bored and you're doing whatever you want to do. And 80 years is nothing in the grand scheme of things. So you do it. That's what that chicken did. He went down, he did the thing, he got his view, and he was like, and he saw that beautiful, gorgeous sunrise. And then the farmer went up, and the chicken went black. And the chicken was back in the cosmos, and he was like,
1: wow, that was fucking worth it.
0: And I'm sitting here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, scarfing down on chicken breast, getting protein and getting fucking jacked everybody wins nobody loses you understand that's how i hope it goes down and i'm gonna assume that is how it goes down i'm gonna assume that's exactly how it goes down for these chickens from now on i'm just going to assume that every egg i eat came from a happy chicken who didn't want that kid the chicken was like no i'm not ready for kids i got a whole career going there no take the egg have the egg No, no. Eat it. Fry it. Scramble it. Do what you got to do. Salt it. Fry it in butter. Tastes better. Have a good one, though. Do not let that thing be born. I am not having kids. I'm not interested in kids. I don't want children. It's not in my life goals. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Not now. Probably not ever, but definitely not now. Okay. so if you're hungry for eggs, eat them. Eat those eggs. I do not want that egg. If you don't eat that egg, when that chick hatches, I'm going to kill that chicken. I can't stress to you enough how little I want children. So please eat this egg. It's it's healthy. It's got protein. Please eat this. I don't want it. That's how I'm going to assume every egg that I eat is. I'm doing the world a favor. I'm doing the chick a favor. And I think that's just how I'm going to have to live from now on. Um. Yeah. Anyways, last but not least, uh shout out to today's song. Today's song is called Untitled Number Twelve by uh The Solo Project, the first solo project, I think, from Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist John Frucianti, who in nineteen ninety-four, and normally you'd probably be like, What? Who cares about the chili peppers? They're massive. I know. But you have to understand, there's this interview on YouTube with John Fruciani in 1994 when he is writing this album that the song was on, and this man is literally at death's door from heroin abuse. He is literally skin over bones, and his brain is gone, which is weird because he still says super cool, kind of lucid, intelligent things. Um, but the music he was making at this time is complete schizo rock. It is 100% crazy time. It is schizo rock. It's not even rock. It's schizo music. It's just crazy shit. And I even forget what album it is. I think it's Clara. I think the album is Clara. Isn't it? Let's look that up quickly. But you should really watch this interview. the full thing's on YouTube. It's like twenty one minutes. And at one point at the end of the interview, he's listening to this exact song. And um he's Oh, it's um Neandra Ladies. Neandra Lades? Anyways, that's the title of the album. But at one point, toward the end, of, he's listening to this song and he's just having a cigarette. And he's just like kind of writhing around because he's so fucked up from the heroin. I guess years of heroin abuse. And um, and it's quite a sight to see. It is crazy that he got to that point. And even crazier that he pulled himself out of it. There is absolutely no reason why he uh, should be alive. Because he is fucked up in this interview. He looks crazy. And he is crazy. Um, But god damn it, that guy can make music. That guy can play a guitar, man. There's a legendary Chili Peppers performance, I think in 1992, maybe 1991, uh, where he plays on Saturday Night Live with the chili peppers and he just, I guess is pissed with the band or something. He goes completely off script. He's kind of like doing jamming. He's playing under the bridge and like a weird chord and stuff like that. And the rest of the band doesn't know what's going on. Like Anthony Kiedis doesn't know what key to sing in and fleas kind of like just kind of like strumming along with it. Um, But even there, like Fruciani's doing really cool shit with the guitar not classic rock like he it sounds cool. He is a good guitarist. He does really cool, weird original shit. I like John Frusciani. I think when Frusciani hit the hero when they replaced him with Dave Navarro, which is a fucking awful choice. That guy was a Hollywood dickhead through and through. John Frusciani, a little better. That guy's a guitarist. So anyways, that's the song. The song and this is only it's the last half of Untitled Twelve and feel free to turn the podcast off at this point cuz it gets a little weird. It, this song is it's not good. The music that he put out, it's it's not good, but it's interesting. And um Yeah, it is interesting. <laughs> um but it's crazy. It is schizo rock. It's schizo schizo core. And um but even it, when when it's not good, there are little parts that uh, that are good. Listen to the whole album. It's weird. There's like no structure. There's no choruses, no verses. It's just a meandering. It meanders for like an hour. There's no direction. It's just whatever he feels like doing at the time, which is strange. So that's the song today, and that's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. That is the podcast. God knows I love you. And God knows I even love that old lady I punched right in the sternum. And um yeah, I love you. Sorry that the podcast is late. Patreon subscribers, I'll see you probably early next week. I think we just switched the order. Now it's gonna be Patreon Monday, um this guy on Friday, something like that, right? Maybe that'll work. If you're listening to the podcast, follow the Instagram, prairie dumpster, prairie.dumpster.pod okay, on Instagram, we're on TikTok, follow the podcast, send me messages, if you're in fucking Ireland right now, and you're interested in the podcast, send me some fucking feedback, give me a fucking like, a follow on YouTube, a follow on, uh, that's Scottish, isn't it, fuck, I always fuck those up, um, give me a follow on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, I think Amazon. I think we're even on there. Um, Yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah, follow the Instagram, follow the TikTok, follow me into hell, which is where I'll see you all, guys, in hell.
1: Do the avenues that seem to me defeat you?